This is the Amnesty International annual report. What is the state of human rights in 2010? We'll be talking to Amnesty International's Interim Secretary-General, Claudio Cordoni, and bringing you some excerpts from our work around the world. Omar al-Bashir shall be arrested to stand trial for crimes committed against millions of civilians in Darfur. The victims of S21, their families, are still claim that I am solely and individually liable for the loss of at least 12,380 lives. Today, Amnesty International, in its annual assessment of human rights worldwide, said that power politics by governments is worsening a global justice gap, despite a landmark year for international justice. Last year was a major step towards international justice. In all, there were prosecutions for human rights crimes in 50 countries, and 111 states have now ratified the Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court. We spoke with Claudio Cordoni, Amnesty International Interim Secretary-General, before the launch of the annual report, and asked why Omar al-Bashir is still the President of Sudan, even though the International Criminal Court has issued a warrant for his arrest. The establishment of the International Criminal Court uh, was a milestone uh, in uh, providing people with the opportunity to have access to justice uh, when their national courts uh, uh, were unable to do so. By indicting uh, President Omar al-Bashir uh, last year, the court uh, has put into practice the principle that no one is above the law. Whether you're a head of state, whether you're a sitting head of state or a former head of state, whether you are at the top of a leadership or at the bottom. Unfortunately, what we're seeing is that uh, uh, many African states uh, have joined up uh, uh, to uh, protect uh, President al-Bashir from uh, being brought to justice. Uh, on the basis of considerations that are entirely political and then maybe there's a fear that uh, you know, uh, one day it may be their turn. So what do you mean when you refer to the global justice gap? In short, uh, there are still many situations whereby uh, perpetrators get away with their crimes and victims do not have recourse to justice. And that's why there is still uh, what we call a global justice gap. Governments are responsible for the global justice gap by standing above the law and by playing power politics. So, for example, when governments refuse to sign up to the International Criminal Court, uh, like uh, uh, China, Russia, the United States of America or Indonesia, they undermine the court and the chances for justice for many. This is an attitude that has to change. There are 198 prisoners still in the Guantanamo Bay detention facility, despite Obama's promise. China authorities have prosecuted another 20 suspects on Monday. The trials follow the execution of eight Uyghurs and one... The army and police are hitting the people of Honduras with a solitary crime fighting to democratize the constitution. Powerful states continue to stand above the law, while millions of people, no different from you or I, risk falling into the global justice gap, where they face repression and injustice. I knew there would be violence, but I never believed that it could be to this extent. Dr. Hejazi was caught in the street protest after the Iranian election last summer. 
he found himself next to Neda Aga Sultan when she was killed by police. I thought that they would start beating people, they would start arresting people, but shooting them in the chest, shooting civil, uh, civilians, unarmed civilians in the chest, in the eye, in the head, I, I could have never imagined that. Unless some concrete, st uh, concrete steps are taken, this will go on for a while. Human rights defenders are being targeted worldwide, and the justice gap sustained a sinister web of old-fashioned repression. Amnesty International found cases of torture in at least 111 countries, and unfair trials in at least 55 countries. Denied the protection of international law, free speech has also been silenced, with restrictions in at least 96 countries. This morning in the Chechen capital of Grozny, leading human rights defender Natalia Istimirova was abducted. Her body was found with gunshot wounds. Thirty-three journalists are now known to be among the dead in a mass political killing in the Maguindanao area. Philippine President Gloria Arroyo has declared a state of emergency. The Sri Lankan government declared victory over the Liberation Tigers of Tamil Elam. However, an additional 300,000 displaced people have fled fighting and are detained in camps which are overcrowded, unsafe. Governments are sidestepping justice. 300,000 Sri Lankans were trapped between the Tamil Tigers and the advancing Sri Lankan army in the final bloody phase of fighting. Despite a death toll of at least 7,000 people killed by both sides, the UN failed to conduct an investigation. Instead, power plays between its members gave way to a resolution written by the Sri Lankan government itself that actually complemented its own success in the conflict. In another conflict, in Gaza, the UN commissioned Richard Goldstone, former South African Constitutional Court judge, to investigate alleged human rights abuses. The investigation established that numerous serious violations of international law, both humanitarian law and human rights law, had been committed. Direct attacks against civilians with lethal consequences. These were, with only one exception, where the facts established that there was no military objective or advantage that could justify the attacks. In both cases, if within the six-month period there are no good-faith investigations conforming to international standards, the Security Council should refer the situation or situations to the International Criminal Court Prosecutor. The Goldstone Report found that both Israel and Hamas were responsible for war crimes. But states in the UN Security Council played political games that shielded perpetrators from their actions. Neither side has yet been brought to account. The legacy is even more insidious. The continued blockade of Gaza, ostensibly designed to deter rocket firing into Israel, has instead hit hardest on the most vulnerable, driving thousands of people into poverty. Here's Claudio Cordoni. Justice is not only about uh, uh, not being tortured, uh, being free to express your own views and so on. Justice is also being able to, uh, to go to school, to have access to clean water, to have access to a decent health system. And it is important that uh, people have access to judges also to ensure that such rights are enforced. Because of the justice gap, people who live in poverty across the world are also denied a voice. Last year, millions were forced out of their homes and over half a million women are estimated to have died in pregnancy or childbirth because their right to health was ignored. 
we are dying because of lack of knowledge we are dying because we are poor we are dying because there is no one there is no one that is hearing our stories go back to my country because i was actually born here so where should i go go back to my country of gypsies gypsies haven't got a country Claudio, millions are denied health, food and housing and, and more have been pushed through the gap by international food, energy and economic crises. Is the international community doing enough to address this issue effectively? World leaders will be meeting in September to review the implementation of the Millennium Development Goals. Uh, these are objectives uh, to uh, reduce poverty, ensure uh, access to education, proper maternal care and so on. However, these objectives will not be achieved if they only remain political aspirations. These are about uh, people's human rights uh, and they must be enforceable by law. But right now we're falling far short of meeting these goals. Millions of people are still being condemned to violence, abuse and poverty. What's Amnesty International proposing should be done to tackle the, the global injustices that the report identifies? In our quest for the elimination of the global justice gap, Amnesty International is today appealing to all governments, but particularly those governments that aspire to global leadership, such as the United States and China, to sign up to the International Criminal Court and to make sure that the Millennium Development Goals turn from political aspirations into legally enforceable rights. We want an end to oppression and an end to poverty, and this starts by recognizing that no one is above the law.